Welcome to the Ryu Collective podcast. Ryu Collective is an open platform democratizing the voice of individuals with achievement and impact, and providing a window into these pathmakers and their evolving and exciting journey. Today with us is pathmaker Samantha Mitchell. Hi, hi, Samantha. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Thanks for having me. So to start with,、um, tell us about your path and your story. Sure.、Uh, so. My name is Samantha. I live here in Salt Lake City, Utah.、Um, I'm actually from, born and raised in New Jersey. Lived in New York City for about ten years and moved to Salt Lake about four years ago.、Um, so, as far as、um, my career path, I have been in the photography industry since, gosh, since I graduated college. I was lucky enough to kind of discover my passion、uh, in high school. Knew I loved visual arts even as a kid. Got into photography, went to school for it,、uh, moved into New York City right afterwards, and started kind of at the bottom,、uh, you know, doing any kind of photography job I could get, and eventually started working my way up the totem pole and into commercial photography. And I spent a good portion of my time there working at a stock photography agency, a few of them actually,、um, as an art director and producer. And that's kind of、uh, a good segue into where I am now. Uh, so I worked in that industry for probably about seven years or so, and、uh, about 2011, you know, I had been working full time for the same company for five years. I was getting a little tired.、Um, the budgets were getting cut, so work was becoming a little bit more challenging, but not in a fun, exciting way.、Um, so I was, you know, spending one of those people at work and would go in in the morning and get my coffee and. You know, maybe look on Facebook for a while. I wasn't really very inspired, you know. And at the same time,、uh, New York was kind of becoming a little bit less inspiring for me. I was finding myself leaving the city quite a bit. I started rock climbing in 2009, and so that became kind of a big passion of mine.、Uh, as did skiing. So I found myself leaving New York a lot. I found myself a little bit unhappy with work, and decided that I wanted to make a change.、Uh, and kind of lucky enough, or coincidentally enough,、uh, right around that time. Uh, 2011, my company had a big round of layoffs, and they were having layoffs pretty much every year、uh, for the previous few years. And so this time around, I actually got cut, and it worked out perfectly because I was like, "All right, well, this is my final push I need to finally go off and do my own thing." So I decided to leave New York. I picked Salt Lake. Well, because it had all the things that I liked as far as my personal life. So it had the mountains here, which are amazing for climbing and skiing. And I also figured if I'm going to go out and, and be on my own and freelance, then I would have to move somewhere, or I felt more comfortable moving somewhere that was a little bit less expensive and overwhelming than New York. And also, I wanted like a fresh a breath of fresh air. I wanted to start my own business, and I wanted to do it in a place without any kind of preconceptions, or you know, just kind of go out and start something new and exciting. So I moved to Salt Lake City in 2012, the beginning of that year, and.、Um, Kind of spent a lot of time following just things that I like to do. I spent a lot of time climbing. I、uh, decided to start shooting personally again. I had spent so many years art directing and producing for other photographers, and I really wanted to get back behind the camera. So I started doing all these personal projects and really just focus more on my life part of my balance than the work part. But the work part, of course, came with it as well because I had to. Well, I had to support myself out here, so I decided I, I wanted to stay in production because I'm I'm 
it's something that I, I know I'm good at. It's something that appeals to my both right and left brain side of myself, you know, the project management aspect, the Excel charts, as well as working with creative people. But I knew I wanted to get into to more advertising. Then I didn't want to do stock anymore. Um, I wanted to work with more high-end advertising clients. So basically spent most of 2012 uh, meeting with every photographer I knew, uh, just kind of, you know, pounding the pavement and talking about my experience and uh, trying to get a foot in the door. And uh, at the end of the year, I ended up getting, I guess, you know, you could call them two good breaks or, or uh, you know, the fruits of my labor. I was working as an assistant on a Yamaha motorcycles job and uh, also was hired by a photographer here to produce a Verizon wireless shoot for him. So those were kind of like my, my breaks, I guess. It took me about a year to get there, uh, maybe more like eight months. Um, and from there, things started to really kind of fall into place. Um, I started working with, you know, getting contacted from clients outside of the state, uh, New York Times, Women's Health Magazine, uh, then Google Fiber came in and we did a job down in Provo, Utah, and and then I ended up getting hired on by Yamaha Motorcycles to be their producer, and all these crazy big-name clients started giving me a call, you know, and it, it sort of was pretty amazing that it... Um, happened kind of quickly and I think a big part of it had to do with where I was and the fact that I had a 917 number and many years of experience uh, and started building up this client list and then it all sort of snowballed you know once you have a list of clients see people see your legitimacy and they start calling you and and uh, hiring you for other jobs so you know since then it's kind of just been on the upswing and and every year gets a little bit better and uh, a little bit more um, I guess relax in the sense that I don't stress out as much about uh, having my own business and I can focus on other aspects and other things that I like to do. So that's kind of where I'm at right now in 2016. I've been here about four years and I just continue growing the production side of things and also working on other projects, production related and also personally photog personal photography related um, out here in Utah. That's great. What did you study in college? I actually uh, got a BFA in visual arts with a uh, with a concentration in photography. Okay, and you talk about skiing and rock climbing. Do those activities help you as a business owner and as someone who explore the uncharted uh, water as you move to Utah and being a creative working now with all these uh, well known clients? Absolutely. Um, there's kind of two aspects to those activities that, especially rock climbing, that have benefited me here in, in Utah. So one of them, from a purely business perspective, you know, uh, part of the what I do here is location scouting. So finding locations for, um, you know, commercial and editorial photo shoots here in Utah. So rock climbing will take you to pretty amazing locations that you might not think about going um if you didn't climb, you know, so I get to, to kind of mix work with pleasure. So going and going on a rock climbing trip, I can also scout that location and that area for potential, you know, photo shoots that might happen in the future. So that's kind of a pretty straightforward reference there. But the other big aspect, and I think the, the biggest reason why I was up to able to finally get up and leave, and I had tried freelancing in my mid twenties and it didn't work out. I was, it was too stressful for me. It was too overwhelming. Um, but when I started climbing in 2009, aside from other, you know, life events that happen to you as you get older and, 
things you have to deal with. Um, climbing made me really face my fear. I mean, it's kind of a scary sport to get into. Um, and everybody's kind of naturally afraid of heights. And as I progressed in that sport and started to realize that controlling your fear is, is, be, is safer than being scared uh, in a lot of ways, I think that really translated into my ability to just be like, you know what, I'm not afraid. I'm just going to come out here and I'm going to figure it out. And if I, you know, there's no room for fear in that equation because, um, like I said, fear is, is, is only going to hold you back. So climbing, I think, was way more influential in that than, than I realized at the time. And you came to Utah and you talk about uh, learning the environment, living in the environment, and you really kind of, uh, you know, did business development, right, for eight months or more. And at the end of that year, you said you got two opportunities. I mean, what was the process like just to keep, uh, keep finding opportunities and keep trying to create that path for you in that new environment? And talk to us about that experience and what was going through your mind and maybe what you learned, what you learned. Sure. Um, you know, it was, it was a lot of persistence. It was a lot of, you know, going out and, and doing a lot of networking that ended up going nowhere. You know, I mean, you really, this is what I kind of try to tell people when they're trying to start their own thing or progress in their business. There's going to be a lot of things that you're going to have to try that might not work, but you really have to invest the time in it and the energy. And, um, you know, you meet one person and, and they tell you, oh, you should really meet this other person. Well, you really should meet that other person. Even if that doesn't go anywhere, you should always follow up on those connections. And that's kind of what I kept doing. I kept checking in with people. Um, oh, hey, do you have anything coming up? And, you know, going out and, and meeting, meeting people. I mean, I, another aspect of it, which is kind of interesting. So following my personal photography, I did a lot of personal projects, um, that involved weird things like cowboys and pet culture and, you know, um, all sorts of other things that really don't directly have affect my production business. Um, but by meeting those people, they kind of peripherally might put me in touch with somebody else or at least motivate me to go out and, and network a bit. And maybe they had a cool location that I found that would work out, um, several years later, maybe for a photo shoot, uh, or they knew somebody who was a good model or had, you know, access to dogs that I needed for a shoot three years later, which actually, you know, happened. I did a job for thermos this year and I needed some dogs and the dogs that I photographed for a personal project three years ago, I was able to get a, a huge response for a dog for this photo shoot, you know? So it, you find, um, connections and networking in interesting ways. And I think, um, just exploring all of those avenues is really important because a lot of people focus on very narrow uh, venues for for moving forward, and I think that that can can be detrimental in some ways. And as you work through these projects, how do you balance the business side and being an entrepreneur and the creative, the visionary of new ideas for the clients? Well. Um, you know, it's funny. So in my production life, it's pretty much just fulfilling their their wants and needs, right? So a client contacts me and they say, hey, we're doing a photo shoot um, and we need this type of location and we need um, these types of models. And so it's already kind of set. I mean, that's with advertising. It's usually 
the the creative um, there is creativity within those constraints. Um, but if I want to, so so I do get a lot of satisfaction actually out of my work in terms of creativity. But if I really want to run with it and I really want to um, kind of just have that ultimate freedom of creativity, then I work on on personal projects. And I think that's really important for all for all entrepreneurs, whether they're in the photo industry or they're in the finance industry or, or whatever profession they're in, you know, you find inspiration out, you have to find inspiration outside of your work as well in order to f- make your work better. So while I find inspiration at work, I also always make sure to go outside and find other, other avenues to do kind of personal creative work. And I think most, most creatives, most photographers, um, in, and art directors and that kind of thing, they do that, and it and it kind of helps them be continue to be fresh with their actual client work. And what's next for you in Utah and for your company? Well, um, the newest thing I've kind of been focusing on, uh, and I just sort of launched the website last year, um, later last year. I so there's a few things missing in Utah that I can, I can kind of see from being uh, a New Yorker and, you know, New York has an amazing production base, um, a lot of resources for production, same as Los Angeles, Miami, those kind of bigger cities. Um, so there's some things missing in, in Utah. And one of the things that I've noticed that I think I can contribute to is uh, a location service. So I'm a location scout as part of my production business. And I started a location site called ESCM locations And it's basically a library of locations here in Utah. So clients from out of state, which are the majority of my clients, can go on that site and they can say, hey, you know, we need, uh, I don't know, we need a cabin, we need a ski resort, um, and we need a hotel for for an upcoming shoot. You know, they can look at uh, locations in Utah and be like, you know what, Utah has all of that. I think we're going to come out here and shoot there. And uh, that's been something that I'm really trying to focus on now as my business is getting more established is bringing more clients out here because there's, you know, whenever I'm up against another state, it seems like, and this has only happened a few times, um, Utah wins out. So I was up against, uh, for a shoot that I have coming up in March, uh, kind of competing against a scout in Colorado and presenting locations to the client. And they ended up going with Utah because Utah's amazing. Um, but everybody wants to shoot in Colorado because whatever they think culturally it's going to be better or there's going to be more resources or whatever. So my next step as in addition to growing my career and in tandem with it is getting people more aware of what's out here and realizing that Salt Lake City is an amazing place to shoot, super convenient, tons of resources. Um, and that's kind of where I'm moving forward. So whether it's working with the film commission in, in tandem with that, you know, advertising for this location site or working with other um, crew out here, that's kind of my next my next step that I'm looking towards. So Samantha, tell us about your advice uh, to other path makers out here. What would you tell them for for those individuals looking for their next move, looking to forge their own path and be explorer of new frontiers? Yeah, so I would say the the most important thing is you know follow your passion. You don't have to live in a in a constraint of what you think you should be doing. You you should follow what you want to be doing, and I think that's a big thing uh, for me here. I didn't want to be working full time anymore. I wanted to be close to the mountains. I had all of these like life work life balance issues that I was trying to work out, and um, it actually worked out great for work. I mean, I moved to Utah to pursue skiing, climbing, have a less stressful life. And turns out work ended up being 
Um, and my business ended up flourishing here, which I, I, I have to say, I wasn't sure if it would or not. And I think a big reason why it did is because I'm in a place I want to be, a place that I love being, a place that inspires me. And um, it's not exactly what all my friends from New York expected. They didn't they didn't know what to expect moving moving out to Utah. Thought maybe I was crazy, and um, I just did it. It's what I wanted to do, and so I think I think thought, really listening to yourself and really doing what you want to do, and not necessarily listening to other people or what you ex- think should happen, could could lead to some really really amazing things. And so you know, following your passions and trusting yourself, and also not being afraid. I mean, like I said, if there's one thing that rock climbing is taught. If you climb with fear, you climb dangerously. If you take risk without fear, then you're safer. And so I think a lot of people potentially, you know, if you if you ri- take a risk and are really scared the whole time, it's just not going to work. So trying to kind of manage your fear and just being confident and, and trusting your instincts, those are kind of the biggest um, pieces of advice that I would give any any future path makers. Samantha, thank you so much. This has been inspiring and um, we look forward to more of your work and seeing more of your work um, on TV and in magazines and everywhere else. And uh, thank you so much again. Thank you. Thanks for having me.